sorry. It's okay, we must have dropped out because it says we've only been on for five minutes, which... No way. Yeah, way. Yeah, we've been on longer than that. I don't know what happened. I don't either, but I'm glad it didn't happen in the middle of recording. Mm. Okay. All right. Welcome to Bellwether Friends, definitely not the first podcast featuring a discussion on (laughs) pop culture and why we think you should like what we like. And you should trust us because we're librarians. Every couple of weeks, Anna and I will get together with some non-alcoholic beverage for her and uh, apparently tonight, Mango LaCroix for me, and we'll chat about a couple of of pop culture topics, what we think and how we feel. And we'll end the show with our current obsessions. Who are we? I'm Carolyn, a librarian living in Chicago who watches way too much TV. And I'm Anna, a librarian in Western Massachusetts um, who doesn't even have a drink, let alone an alcoholic beverage. Not even any water? No. No water. I know. Cat. I, I've been... Cat. What, you have cat? <laughs> Fetch me a glass of water. <laughs> chop, chop. He's Can like, you? I'm going to lick my leg, but thanks. <laughs> Look at me. Um, yeah, no, I've been going through these uh, mango LaCroix. What? what like is, water. What is that? Huh? Okay, so <sighs> there's a crazy noise in the background. It's my printer self-cleaning, so I apologize for that. Like an oven? Uh, it like cleans its um, filter heads or whatever print heads. Okay, it makes just at random times. It does, yeah. Um, so what is Mango Lacroix? That was the question. Yes, Lacroix is uh, sparkling, <laughs> sparkling water, um, and it's like flavored. It has there's like a grapefruit and um. A lime and a lemon and a strawberry or a berry or whatever. Um, and this, I just discovered the mango, and it's very good. Sounds fancy. It's it's so fancy. You have to wear your tiara while you drink oh, it. Oh, my tiara is right over there. I could <laughs> I could do it. I, I I like it, and it, but it's not sweet or anything. You know, it's just fizzy. I do vaguely it. flavored water. That sounds good. Yeah, it's good. All right. I like it. Um, so, <laughs> I have a, you and I. Go ahead. Go I have on. a transition for you. Ready? What if I were to drink a lot of it, <laughs> like just bottle after bottle after bottle? Then, then you might be binge drinking, which leads us to our first topic. <laughs> I actually, I had a segue. Oh, sorry. No, of course you did. All right, you're, you're a professional. <laughs> Yours was better. Um, so, it, we, yeah, obviously we're talking about binge-watching tonight. Um, we were given the topic by, I believe, Sophie. You want Sophie of... Uh, yeah, Two Bossy Dames fame. Two Dames, yeah. Um, so she wanted to know our favorite binge-watching tips, including shows and how-tos, like how to hit that button on the Netflix remote. Um, and then best possible snack or show pairings. Oh, this is tough. So, um, you, you revealed something to me before we started taping. Yes. Um, Would you like to share it with everyone? Here's the revelation. <laughs> Number one, I don't have TV coming into my house in a, a traditional fashion. So, Like you don't own a television set? I own a television set. I just don't have cable or n- network, whatever. I don't even oh, have yeah. basic cable, nor do I have Netflix or Hulu 
Um, so. What do you do? <laughs> do, do you even turn it on? <laughs> so. You have an antenna. Some of the things that would make it possible for me to just spontaneously binge, say, on, yeah. like, Law and Order or um, a season of something that is, like, season of Orange is the New Black. Uh, oh, yeah. I have to wait <laughs> until the DVDs come out and I put a hold on them and I get them from work. So then, but you still do binge watch. Okay. Then. So then the problem is, um, <laughs> I don't usually get more than a few hours together mm. to myself or I haven't in the past while mm. in order to like watch a bunch of episodes in a row. Um, the last thing I did that with was Miss Fisher season one, where I watched, like, I had a couple of days home from work for some reason. Perhaps I was deathly ill, or perhaps I was just home from work. Um, and I just watched, like, three or four episodes at once. But I seem to have, a like, a more limited tolerance for just watching the same thing again and again. I do better if I'm watching, like, ten things at once, which is, um, how I read books. I'm reading about, like, 15 books right now. <laughs> Oh, well, okay. So like a show from one or like an episode of one show and then an episode of another show. Or like I'm watching an episode of something and then I'm watching a movie and then I'm um, watching a different episode of a different show or I'm like catching up with mm-hmm. a show and watching the last two episodes or something like that. Um, but not really all at the same time. Not, not like not on multiple screens. Correct. I am not... Okay. Um, <laughs> that advanced technologically obviously <laughs> you don't have like some crazy sports bar set up in your basement no. where you can do all that okay. I don't um, <laughs> and I also I just don't have blocks of time I have a small child so if, if it's yeah. a weekend either I have a small child or I'm at work uh-huh. so that doesn't really lend itself to sitting on the couch watching anything yeah no, no, I totally get it. Um, but I approve of the idea, and I'm <laughs> pro binge watching. I hope to be able to do more in the future. I, I love the idea of it. I don't get to do it quite the way I imagine it should be. Um, so, like when I talk about binge watching a show, the way I do it, it just means like I watch maybe two episodes a night every night until I've, you know, finished the run or something. So it's, that's all I watch, but I don't necessarily watch multiple hours of it at a time. Um, I've done that like when I'm homesick, but I usually can't make it past three at a time. Cause then I get a little bit bored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You kind of, kind of like, I, sometimes I feel like they weren't meant to be watched so close together uh-huh. and you start to yeah. see the things that are repeating that might be charming from week to week but after a while you yes. might be like oh my god we just saw a x-files plot where they went to a prison <laughs> didn't we yes, didn't true. we just see yeah. that <laughs> yeah um i will say that you brought up orange is the new black that's something that i have uh, truly binge watched um and I think I did five episodes, maybe six episodes in a row. Well, um, that's the kind of thing that is released in order to be binged. 
because right. they release it all at once and then all at once and it doesn't it didn't have that weird thing where you know that kind of tick that you see it happening every episode you, and you get tired of do it do you think it, that they knowing that they were going to release it all at once did they know that when they first started recording that they were going to just like stick it out there i don't know um it felt like a movie yeah it felt very different you know it 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 could have been something that you watch weekly but it the way it would end and then pick up again it just it felt like a movie um and it really it it does lend itself to that and i you know there are other netflix shows that i don't watch but i hear are just as good like house, house of, cards. of cards yeah yeah my, um, my dad and stepmom really like house of cards I hear it's fantastic, and it's on the list of 38 million, million things to watch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, well, actually, we are marathoning uh, Once Upon a Time. Right, you're still on that? How's it going? We're still on it. Well, we're marathoning it tonight because we're almost to the end of the third season on Netflix. And if we can get into the fourth season, then there's a chance that we can – Catch, catch up, up to real yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we watched three in a row tonight. Wow. It was wow. crazy. I know. And um, our kid thought it was the coolest thing ever because we you just, just sat in front of the TV. So we're okay. While you were doing this, did you have any particular snacks? Did you pause for pee breaks? Did you just go? We did not pause for breaks. Okay. Um, whoever had to go just ran and came <laughs> back. <laughs> Um, we, or waited in between episodes and we had food, but we didn't have snacks, but we had saved our pizza leftovers to have during our marathon. Okay. So we didn't have, we didn't have snacks. Now, um, I've been known to eat entire bags of chips during binge watching sessions. Yeah. I think Um, if, if you're. If it happens when you're sick, then it's just that that thing that you want to eat while you're sick, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't have – there's nothing where I – you know, like I sit down and watch TV and suddenly I'm like, oh, I need to have blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, I'm, I, I don't have Maybe that. we can turn that question to the listeners of our show and have them talk to us on Twitter, on Facebook, and tell us what the ideal – binge watching item of food is i would think it would be something that you're not tempted to just eat all at once that you can sort of stretch out yeah so the everlasting cob stopper i don't know <laughs> um i was thinking i wouldn't want anything too crunchy though because then yeah, you know like, if it's crunchy you can't hear yeah yeah, yeah. so um like ice cream Maybe, but that doesn't really last very long. Like Skittles? I just, so I get Skittles. You go straight for the candy. Well, of course I do. Have you not read my Twitter bio? It says sugar addict right there. So if you've got a bag of Skittles and you organize them by color, as you do, into groupings of, you know, the five colors, and then at every commercial break, you ate a five grouping. Let's say this is how I do my editing projects. <laughs> like every oh. every page, I get a gummy candy or something. You know, nice, nice. It's incentive. It, you have to incentivize. I don't think you need to incentivize 
no um, binge watching <laughs> as much, perhaps. So the way I watch things is, as you probably know, if you follow me on Twitter, is one one episode, one week at a time. <laughs> so I watch an episode of X Files every week. Mm-hmm. And we've made it to season five. I mean, we've been doing this a while. Uh, and I've been watching episodes of Fringe <laughs> the same way. We made it to season two. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Are you noticing the similarities? I do, especially in the X, or between the two of them and, and mm-hmm. with, within the X-Files with itself. Where I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah you guys... <laughs> Fringe on the whole seems to be a little bit more gross and um, <laughs> like their special effects are better and they were like, well, let's go for the entire room covered in blood, shall we? Yeah. Um, and so I kind of appreciate the slightly less gory X-Files and of course the f- main female character in the X-Files is vastly superior, but I, but I am enjoying Fringe. That's good. You, you can't not like Fringe. I I do like Fringe. I yeah. I I you know, Surly Spice and I are debating. You know, should we keep going with the second season? And I was like, yeah, let's keep let's keep going. Let's see what happens. Oh yeah, you should definitely keep going. Yeah, we're gonna keep going. How can how can you not? I don't know. We got nothing else to do with our time. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, so let's ask our listeners, what do you think of binge-watching? Do you uh, partake frequently? Uh, do you have a favorite show that you really like to binge-watch? Did Netflix, do you think they kind of had something in mind when they created their shows? Um, do you prefer to binge-watch drama or comedy? Oh, yeah, good call. Good call. Like, I know a lot of people have been doing, ever since Friends came out on Netflix, a lot of people have been doing a, a binge-rewatch of Friends um, there was an article about, you know, like, does it hold up? Um, so maybe. And? And does it? I don't know. It turns, it turns out that, uh, well, so the, the article was more like, would Joey's sort of male, mm, not chauvinism, but, you know, his whole sort Bro-ness. of hitting on women thing. Yeah. <laughs> Broness. Like, how would that how would that translate now? And it turns out that Chandler's actually the one that doesn't work anymore um, because of his like weird homophobia. Great. I know. Which my favorite, (laughs) which, you know, it's, we've gone back and watched um, some older shows like cheers, which I really like. Um, But there are some shows and the jokes and you think, Oh my God. Yeah. There's no way they would, be able to make that joke now um so i think i think that's interesting but yeah i can you watch friends without commercials is basically like what 22 minutes long i don't know it's really efficient (laughs) i remember watching um sort of binge watching like scrubs episodes oh yeah yeah and that went really fast (laughs) (laughs) and they weren't so attentive to narrative anyway so (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly. So um, maybe comedy would be better to binge. I don't know. It would be shorter, mostly. It would be shorter. <laughs> <laughs> be shorter and it would be faster. Um, so you had 
another topic. Yeah, okay, so I will take the lead. I'm not even going to segue. No. So my topic I wanted to talk about, well, so Sterling Spice proposed we talk about sports uniforms, but I think we need to talk about sports in general first because we sort of had a Twitter exchange earlier this week around this topic. (laughs) So I'm going to ask you some questions about um, sports, and then we can talk about uniforms. It's fine. So tell me, do you have any favorite sports teams? I I do. I do. Um you can tell me I, what they are if it's if oh, okay. you want. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the Red Sox for baseball. Ooh. And um I like the Steelers for football. Why do you like the Steelers? Weren't so you born, I like, where were you born? Arizona? I was born in Arizona. That's what I thought. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I married into my sports allegiances. Uh I came with none. <laughs> and Really, the only sport I liked before I got married was college basketball. Okay. Um, well, Ari- Arizona do. has a good team. They do. They have a great team. Um, and I and I still do love college basketball. Um, but I didn't watch baseball, and I didn't watch football, and I didn't know anything about them. And so over the course of being married to a football and baseball freak um, – I got to really kind of appreciate the sports and just, I think, you know, it it sounds kind of lame to be like, oh, well, that's my husband's favorite team. But I do feel like I've become a fan on my own as well. Yeah. Well, it's been been long enough. I think you're safe. Yeah, yeah. And I have, I mean, I have opinions about other teams too. Um, So... Good and bad. (laughs) I was going to say, so in a similar way, like I grew up in Utah and we didn't have NFL teams really to root for or Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah. So I, you know, my dad was a Bears fan in the 80s. Okay. Okay. But I didn't acquire a baseball team until I moved out here and I started listening to the radio when I was driving around New England and like listening to Red Sox games and my problem problem I'm going to call it is that if I start listening to a team or watching them like watching a sport then I start to get interested in it and I start to acquire teams (laughs) (laughs) so that's when I acquired the Red Sox in 2003 which is a good time to acquire them man that's awesome (laughs) Yeah, that's a great year. I mean, that particular year in the playoffs was heartbreaking, but the next year was perfect. Was perfect, yeah. Um, do you have a like? Do you have a favorite sport to watch? Still, men's college basketball. I love watching men's college basketball. See, I love um, watching women's college basketball. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like watching women's basketball. Um, but yeah, I mean. So I I grew up in a family that did not follow sports at all, Um, at all, at all. And when I was in high school, my mom and I started following the University of Arizona basketball team. That's like, you know, they started getting really popular. Um, And I remember going to games and that was like my first experience going to live sports games. And it was the most fun um it's this crazy feeling being in a giant building full of people all cheering for the same thing i know right yeah it's an amazing energy um so i i 
I love that. And I love, I love the feeling of, you know, of rooting for a team and I loved learning about the sport. And so even like the, um, the tournament I love watching, even if Arizona's not in it or, you know, is out early. Um, it's just so much fun to Do watch. You, so, yeah. Are you a bracket filler outer? I, you know, I used to be, I'm not anymore okay. just cause I don't follow all the teams as much. Um, but yeah, I totally did. Um, I loved it. I loved it. And I still do. I still get really excited at that time of year. Um, I like watching football. Um, Professional mm-hmm. or college? Yeah. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of college um, just because I don't. Um, oh. And I guess some of the rules are different. So I, you know, I, I'm not entirely clear on some of the things that happen. Um, and I love baseball. I love mm, watching baseball. baseball. Yeah, I do. I love I love it on TV and I love it live and yeah. I love watching baseball and reading a book at the same time. <gasps> I love napping while watching baseball. <laughs> watching baseball is a great background activity. It is. I do love reading while baseball's on. Yeah. Um so my family growing up was I would say a basketball family. Okay. We definitely watched the tournament. We were huge jazz fans. Oh, well, of course. Sure. Um, so I went to jazz games. I went to the um, NBA All-Star game when it was in Salt Lake City. That's awesome. It was awesome. My dad got us scalp tickets. And then oh. he did the thing he always does, which is move down <laughs> into unoccupied seats. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> My dad does that at, like, the opera, I think. <laughs> No one's been sitting there. I was like, yeah, exactly. And I would always be like, will you please sit on the outside so that when they come for their seats, they're not looking at me. That would be great. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) We're at a play at the university. And I was like, "Ah, it's not my fault. I'm sorry we're in your seats. I'm sorry you're not on time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That too. (laughs) So, but we also used to go to the University of Utah, um, men's basketball games and the University of Utah women's basketball games and the University of Utah football games and University of Utah women's gymnastics meets. Whoa. Um, their gymnastics team is awesome. It's always nationally ranked. Um, and they get way more fans. Like, they are always having sellouts. <laughs> um, the gymnastics? The gymnastics team. Wow, cool. Right? It was really, yeah. they were really awesome. And it's nice to be in an environment where like women's sports is what's selling out an, an auditorium and that is what's filling up the the same stadium that the men's basketball team is filling up with the same like screaming fans that's so cool it was awesome um and so i i definitely grew up in a like all sports all the time <laughs> environment and i played basketball from fourth grade or fifth fifth grade until I was a senior in high school. Oh, wow. Um, and I played soccer from like second grade until I was a freshman in high school. Um, but I'm not, a, I don't like running. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm much better sports observer than I am. <laughs> sports, <a> sports participator. participator. <laughs> So I just wanted to talk for a second about, like, why this is pop culturally relevant. I feel like there's a ton of pop culture out there related to sports, and it's the kind of thing that everyone either enjoys or doesn't enjoy together. Like, either you're 
you find a common ground with people who like the same sports team or you find an anti-ground with people who like the team <laughs> that is the rival to your team. Totally. Um, yeah. I try really hard to be pro my team and not anti another team, but sometimes I fail on that front. Um, <laughs> it's hard with the Super Bowl approaching and all. <laughs> well, no. Well, and I will say that the one of the first f- kind of phrases that Emma said as a baby, as a child, was Yankees suck. Well, so. you know. <laughs> um, one of the things, and I, I always think about this. I kind of forget about it when I talk about sports, but when you talked about pop culture and people coming together uh, around sports, I think maybe one of the biggest pop culture sporting events is the Olympics. Oh, I love the Olympics so, 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 so much. Right? And But even people who don't like sports love the Olympics. It's true. Unless it's coming to their town. Well, right. (laughs) Let's not talk about that. Uh, But there's this, you know, the, the pageantry. Um, the theme song, man. I have it. I have it in my iTunes. <laughs> the Olympic everybody, theme. Yeah, everybody gets excited about the Olympics, and I, you know, it's part of it. I don't know. Is it it's because the flags. it's flags? <laughs> it's the um, soft focus camera backstories. <laughs> Oh, God, it is. Oh, my God, it's when it people is. win medals and they are, like, up there weeping on the stand. <gasps> and you've, you, you've just seen their backstory, which is, like, You're like heartbreaking yeah, and yeah, tragic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I love the Olympics. I do, too. I, I may have to get TV again. And you know what? When they were in Salt Lake City, I didn't – I wasn't there. I should have – I should totally have – my parents lived, uh, like, three blocks away from the university because that's where my dad taught <laughs> Oh, I should have gone. Maybe I'll go to Boston. <laughs> 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 yeah. Alienating um, half of our fan base. <laughs> um, Are you the only one that's excited? <laughs> well, it's far enough away from me. I don't, I'm not really impacted, am I? Um, so I watched football and basketball and stuff with my dad mostly, although my mom is, was a rabid Kansas basketball fan. College? Yes, college basketball. Oh. Okay, so um, well, yeah, of course, it's not an NBA team. I'm going. I'm going to give you an example, which is um, in fourth grade, I broke my elbow, and it was during the NCAA, you know, finals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I go into surgery, and then I come out, and I wake up, and there's like a nurse there, and but no parents. <laughs> And my parents eventually come in and they're like, oh, we're here. Kansas was in the final and they won. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they didn't come in to see me until the game game was over. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Very important. But (laughs) my mom and I were the ones that watched the Olympics together. And we used to, like, tape parts of it so that we could watch it in the off season. Because at that point, you know, it was like every four years. I know. I and know. You had to save up your Olympic moments. <laughs> I still have some of the VHS tapes of like mostly figure skating routines and gymnastics routines, but Well those were the best. They were the best. All right. So I'm gonna segue here to uniforms by saying that I think part of the appeal of the Olympics is like the parade of nations, seeing what everyone is wearing. Yes. And seeing what the different 
um, uniforms are going to be for each country and how they reflect either the national image or like whoever's sponsoring them or <laughs> yeah. in the case of the U.S. like Tommy Hilfiger or whatever it is. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uniforms are an important part of sports. And um, as a Steelers fan, the Steelers have yeah. one of the best NFL uniforms, in my opinion. They do. They do. Um, they have a great logo, too. And a great logo. And I love that it's only on one side of their helmet. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so my question to you is, do you care about uniforms? Totally. And it used to uh, drive Fred nuts when we would watch games because I would spend so much time being like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I would spend half the entire game talking about how could they wear what they were wearing. And what really bugs me is that all the uniforms show sweat. Yeah, right? Like, so you see all these men with butt crack sweat. Like, um, you could hide that if you wanted to with design. You know they're going to sweat. You're aware. (laughs) It's disgusting. Uh, But so my least favorite uniform is the Bengals. You don't like the tiger striping? I do not. I do not like that. Well, okay, they may not be my least favorite because I also don't like um, Miami's uniforms. Well, but they, yeah, I don't know. My least favorite trend is having in the NFL, if we're talking about the NFL, is having mm-hmm. the uniform pants match the uniform top color so that it go it creates a kind of unitard look. Yes, like a jumpsuit. And you're like, this is not appealing <laughs> in any way. I mean There was some team, now I don't remember what it was, but they had these like um like peach, not peach, uh, but they were they were light, mm, like cream colored, and it looked like they weren't wearing any pants, and it was very distracting. <laughs> that is distracting. <laughs> That's very distracting. My other pet peeve with the NFL and other football uniforms is the sleeves keep getting shorter and shorter and shorter, except on the quarterback. Except on the quarterback, which is yes. I think the quarterback sleeves are are. A, uh, acceptable length and I understand that the guys on the line don't want to be grabbed by anything but when you can see their pads underneath and you know like this weird yeah. part of their shoulder and it cuts into their arm right? and, and you're like that looks, looks terrible awful. terrible yes. <laughs> how can I root for you so here's my scenario you're being forced to watch a game and there are two teams in it and you don't know either of them how do you decide who to root for? Is it oh, is it uniform based? Is it geographically based? Is it like what what is your criteria? You know, it's it's all of that. It's um who has the dumber name like which quarterback has the dumber name? You know, or like whose names can I make fun of more readily? Um Are you rooting against that team or for Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, geographically, you know, if there if if it's in a uh, near a city that I someone I don't like is from, <laughs> I could get very specific actually about why I don't like or I do like a team. Yeah, so you know, if like, you're watching the NCAA tournament, you're going to be watching a lot of teams play each other, and you're like, I have no, I have no context for either of those teams. Oh, so I tend to root for the underdog. Okay. So in, in, in like terms in of seeding? Yep. Okay. Yeah. If I don't, if I have no stake in either of the teams, um, 
then I will always root for the underdog in that Do scenario. mascots play into this at all? Hmm. No, especially not in college because they're all like the Eagles or the Wildcats or the Bobcats or the, you know, whatever. So it's like, and I, yeah, I worked at Stanford for a while and the mascot's a tree. So this is true. The Cardinal. (laughs) But it's a tree. It is a tree. I remember. The Stanford women's basketball team is good. Yeah, they're great. I went to one of their games. Excellent. It was fantastic. Um, How do you feel about the Duke Blue Devils? (laughs) Oh, gosh. So when I was younger, okay, so I'm going to amend a story. It wasn't in high school that my mom and I started getting into basketball because I was younger. I was maybe fourth grade. Um, I wanted to go to Duke. Oh, and. Just like Rory I, Gilmore wanted to go to Harvard. <laughs> I, I, that's where I wanted to go. Um, well, Oxford, but, but, you know, stateside was Duke. And. <laughs> Um, Christian Leitner. Oh God, played for the. I know he did. Yes, <laughs> boy, was he dreamy. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> so I, 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 I really liked uh, the Blue Devils, and I, I still kind of have a an affinity for, um, for Christian Leitner. No, for the <laughs> for Duke. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Yeah. I'll just always Why? be rooting against them. It's not a problem. <laughs> oh, okay. Why are you always against? Because them? they um, have a, had a rivalry with Kansas, and I root for Kansas mostly because my mom did. Yeah. I have so I have a, like a series of hierarchies, especially when it comes to college basketball. Some of it's geographical, some of it's conference based. Like I like Big Ten teams generally. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Um, and. It's very complicated, but sometimes it does come down to uniforms or mascot. Like, you know, if the um, sea slugs or whatever were in it, I'd have to root for them, obviously. <laughs> obviously. The Santa Cruz banana slug? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like sea slugs. I was coming up with my own, but thanks for giving me the actual one. <laughs> um, can we talk about baseball uniforms for a second. Oh yeah. Do you prefer um socks up well, or pajama pants? <laughs> I gotta go I gotta go with the socks up. Yeah, I gotta definitely have to go with socks up. Classic. Classic. Not sloppy Sorry. looking. No. Oh my god pajama pants. pajama pants. Manny Manny Ramirez was like yes. the worst pajama panter. Him and um Cece Sabathia. <laughs> I think David Ortiz does them yeah. too. But I don't like the stirrup look. No, not so much. I like just, I mean, as Red Sox fans, we want to see your yeah, Red so- Sox. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's it's pretty simple. Um, how do you feel about throwback uniforms? I love them because I always like to see what stupid choices were made in the uniform department in previous eras <laughs> and it's only like for one game and yeah. sometimes they're really hideous <laughs> like throwbacks or alternates i think it's san diego that has like a military wow. camouflage alternate and every time yeah. they wear it i'm like oh my god no, um no. there's you know baseball uniforms are harder to mess up 
and yeah. And, yeah. and add weird accent colors. I'm looking at you, Seattle. <laughs> Seahawks. <laughs> so let's talk about this this green. Action green. Oh. It's not neon green. Nope, it's action, green. it's action green. <laughs> I'm I'm a, and and I've been told that it's for safety. <laughs> Because what they play in the dark? I don't know. <laughs> as long I think as it, I actually don't. It's grown on me as an accent color. But um, if they tried to put either the pants or the jersey in that color, I would. I think they may have at some point, but I have to look it up. Um. So I have to say that my source for for tiny uniform trivia and history and so forth is the uni watch column on ESPN by Paul Lucas. Oh yeah. Um, okay. And we will link to it in the show page, but it's awesome. <laughs> like if, if you care about such things. <laughs> so what, what recently have you, is this where you learned that it's called action green? Uh, yes, it is. It is where <laughs> I learned that. And so maybe we'll link to that column. <laughs> the um it it has a list of a few times neon green or neon colors have been used oh god in um sports uniforms and they also post on twitter so the last thing i have to say is basketball short length <gasps> what yes slash okay. <laughs> slash tights being worn by basketball players <laughs> tights tights um what <laughs> Look at a picture of LeBron. I think LeBron James has been wearing them a lot. And I think they, they serve a purpose, but they look very strange underneath basketball shorts. Like support hose? Uh, yeah. Like, I know he wears the sleeves. Um, this is I'm like leg, through... leg support. Okay, I'm looking through a bunch of pictures right now. I'm, I'm... Let me see if I can find one. I'm not. Oh, I see one where he's... Kind of, yeah. It like goes up above his thigh, right? But then the shorts are long enough that they cover the top of it, right? Yeah, right. So I agree with the trend of basketball shorts getting longer. I I definitely think that the high water mark Holy of the eighties or seventies <laughs> or whatever that was, having had to wear shorts that were that short <laughs> in high school. Um, in the early nineties, and having to like try to stretch them out before the game every day, um, <laughs> definitely longer is better. Yeah. Um, as long as they don't like go too far below the knee, that seems unnecessarily. <laughs> well, at that just wear pants. Just, at that right, point. exactly. And I think maybe that's the direction we're heading. <laughs> so I I did find a picture, and we'll I'll. Uh, make sure that I save it so we can put it on the show page. But um, it looks like capris, yeah, because it stops before hit the tops of his socks. Well, I'm going. Yeah, it does. There's a little gap. I'm going to send you this picture also of Kobe Bryant wearing them, and they're bright uh, purple. So, so now, then, okay. So, <laughs> so you you bring up another thing with sports, which is um, personalities that you just don't like. I can, yeah, I cannot with Kobe Bryant. I, I can't either, but I don't really, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and when, and it's kind of that thing that we talked about where, you know, an actor that you like or something and 
what if they do something in their personal life? And, oh, he's wearing tights. I know. This man is wearing tights. <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> and he's wearing purple tights. <laughs> okay, so you link that one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do this. Um, but so in, in the case of uh, Kobe Bryant, I don't care how talented he is as a basketball player, as a human being. Right. He's awful. Right. Um, and another example of that is Michael Vick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's an example of how like um sort of one person on a sports team can ruin your opinion of the entire team. Yes. Because it- you know, they are keeping that guy on or they're you know, extending his contract or whatever. Yeah. Um, um- in fact, it's been really difficult to be a Steelers fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand that. Um So there you go. On that down note, um, so we should probably move on to our obsessions. Um, I am going to say that I'm obsessed with Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, hear me out. Okay, wait, hold on. I have to ask you a question. Did you not? So you did that whole Fifty Shades read alike. I thing. read it, yes. Oh, you did read it then? Yes, this is a reread. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so I was invited to join the worst bestseller podcast to discuss yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. Nice. And it's been a couple of years since I read it in order to do my read-alike project, which I will be posting on shortly. Um, and I'm, so I'm rereading it and I'm listening to it also, like I'm switching right. back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I keep like just things keep occurring to me in my life and I just keep thinking about it. <laughs> I need to it, write oh, down my thoughts. It keeps like to yeah, yeah, I'm like 50 shades. <laughs> like weird uh, <laughs> weird things are reminding me of 50 shades. So, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the podcast. I don't know that I'm going to see the movie in the theater. Um oh, that's awkward. For, yeah, no. But I will watch <laughs> it and report back. <laughs> Right. I don't, for the record, hate the book. Okay. Um, it's to, and I'll probably say this on their podcast, but to me, it's um, pretty much like a romance novel, like a yeah. like a romance where there's a guy who's like a rake and he keeps doing the same thing, and then there's a woman who comes along and changes him, mm-hmm. and yeah. they live happily ever after. It's not really that crazy it it really isn't um, um and i i didn't read all of them i read the first one and half of the second one yeah and it started to get fairly repetitive um but no it's not it's not anything and and and, and for that reason i'm not sure exactly why it yeah that's the, the question that's why i ended up doing my project is trying to figure out like why is this a thing and what else can we give people that like this thing you know yeah um and i don't know that i satisfactorily discovered the answer but i have a post where i'm like just sort of discussing it that i am working on writing right now oh okay good okay so what are you obsessed with i'm obsessed with a book that i just finished um like uh, day before yesterday i finished it um the Martian by Andy Weir. And it came out last year. Um, it's I, so I don't read a lot of science fiction. Um, and this is uh, loosely 
sci-fi because um, it's pretty like realistic in terms of the science. Um, it's not like fantastical or anything like that. Um, but it's it's a about a guy, an astronaut whose um, mission to Mars fails, and he ends up being stranded on the planet. And it's um, phenomenal. And it's one of these books where I finished it and I wanted to tell everyone, like, oh, my God, you have to read this book. Um, And uh, so after I finished it, I went and I I read more about him. And he had initially published it as a serial on On his his website. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. It's crazy. And then people were like, you should put this on Amazon. And he did. And then it got bought. You know, like he got um, the publishing rights and the movie rights, and they're filming a movie right now. This is awesome. Uh, it's like um, it's the amazing. dream for every random blog writer out there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny because he um, he lives in Mountain View, California, and we used to live in Mountain View, and um, he is apparently – afraid to fly like he will not fly so he conducted all of his deals over the phone like he didn't he never flew out and met like anybody at the publishing company the agent the movie company nothing okay Um, he's afraid to fly so it's just it's it's a fascinating story but the book is awesome i have heard great things about it from many people that i trust yeah and i'm so glad that i read it and it 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 lives up to the hype. Um, and I think partly because it was not what I was expecting at all, um, which I, I really appreciated. Yeah. But that's, that's what I'm obsessed with right now is, is that book. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And it, the, the only bad thing about it is that I was left when I finished, I was like, well, what am I going to read now? (laughs) Like nothing could be that good. That is a good Uh, feeling have i mean once you get over it (laughs) (laughs) you need to binge watch something and then you'll be fine eventually i'll 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 find something to read and it'll be fine and it won't be as good but that's okay we'll move on together oh me and the crappy book (laughs) whatever it is (laughs) well um i will see you shortly after this episode airs yes in chicago and i hope to see a bunch of the people that listen to this podcast also yeah absolutely so we're planning on having a a, a live recording yep. and by the time this airs we will have organized that everything will be sorted out and also a, a gathering for people who maybe can't make the live recording and people who are there afterward yes yeah okay. yeah and so and if you're listening to this on uh on thursday or friday and you'd like to come uh join us after the recording let us know, and um, we'll we'll try to make that happen. And if you're listening to this, like in half a year uh, after Sorry. after this all happened, <laughs> uh, maybe we'll do it again sometime. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, I'm Carolyn. You can find me all over the internet at Paper Squared. P A P E R S Q U A R E D. I'm Anna, and you can find me online at Helga Grace. H E L G A G R A C E. And our In and Out music was provided by Julie Jurgens. She has her own podcast now, The Spin Down. You can find her on Twitter at Hi Miss Julie, H I M I S S J U L I E. 
All right. <laughs>